The following program contains views and opinions which are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody. Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflection. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but are they placed at the wrong time? Not always not so much the review of the goofy news which proves jesus is coming back sooner than you think keep this in mind regarding the media and the government okay they understand many things the grace of god is not one of the things that they understand hello life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance humor that will force you to think why does this guy have a radio show because i fell into it watch this by the grace of god get it There you go. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. The David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian, that thingy. You know the old hymn, Just a closer walk with thee. What is it that we need to do to have a closer walk with the Lord? If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, don't let it die of loneliness. We want you to reach out to us. That's a good way to do it. Now, you can parasail right by the building. We won't see it, and Don will probably have to call the police. But you can do it. I'm just saying. Or you can just call us. Maybe maybe that's better. Don't parasite. Do this. Call us, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you have to have your seatbelt on because you'll be talking to Dynamite D. Hello. Lucky person, you got the number right because you are talking to kid a dynamite. dynamite. That's right, talking a dynamite. D. That's like celebrating your birthday, which is exactly what my wife is doing today because today is her birthday. So, see and I that? heard you did a little something special too. You just don't know, do you? That's part of the fun. Hey, you can also text us during the show. That's another cool thing to do. 214-210-8483. That's 214 210 
843-214-210-8483. So you can text that number live during the show. I get to about 99% of them. So that's pretty good. Not all of them, but most of them. Uh, you can also send an email during the show. Kind of nice. David at hemustincrease.org. Not anti-disestablishmentarianism at uh, hemustincrease.org. Just David. Okay. King David without the king. So just David. Okay. At hemustincrease.org. That's a way to reach us. Plus, we want to send you up to the website. So much to tell you. And this is pretty important. So you guys got to listen. These are important things. You need to listen. Number one... The receipts for giving have been sent out either by mail or by email, all of them. That's right. Last night, some people were watching TCU find out. Maybe not that great. Maybe not. They're not quite there. Not quite. Not there yet. Right. While that was going on, I was doing the send out the receipt thing, especially when the game went like this. Sure, that was fun, Dave. <laughs> so, anyway, on sporting, that's the point. So, the receipts have been sent out via email. Check your junk file if you did not get them. Let me know if you did not get them. I did send them out. Uh, I think Aunt Deb will be happy to know they have been sent out, all of them, all over across the board. Plus, on the website, that's a place to give. I'm going to talk about getting. No, be, I hate talking about giving, but the Lord has required me to be more diligent in Scripture, and so we're going to have a little discussion about it because it's something that recently came up and it's just like driving me crazy thank you very much but in the meantime go to the website on the website you can either give through the website or it tells you how to give to the ministry check out he must increase.org prayer request he must increase.org praise report he must increase.org looking to give to this ministry he must increase.org confused by what's happening right now he must increase.org he must increase.org That's how my brain felt when I sent out the very last piece right there. Sound about right. Yeah, I was out. I was out at that point. Uh, we're going to be praying for our uh, dear brother in the Lord, John. John sailing his granddaughter, Nola. So Nola is back in Florida. She got about two weeks coming up on chemo that we've been praying for them consistently. I want everybody to join your faith with mine. He sent me a text this morning. And we're just going to keep praying and asking the Lord to bless, 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 bless John and bless the family specifically and Nola in, in particular. So let's pray. Let's just take our faith, take one ounce, one ounce, one ounce, one ounce, put them all together with multiple ounces of faith. And let's pray. Let's do it. Father, we come before you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you. We praise you. We worship you. Lord, we adore you. You are absolutely fantastic. We love you. And we are asking by your grace, by your kindness, by your generosity to reach into Nola's body. Now, this is John's granddaughter. He's a brother that we know. This is his grandchild. We're asking for healing power to touch her. She's got chemo coming up. If you can, if you would heal her prior, yes, then we would say yes and amen. But if it's, she's going to go through that chemo, let it be effective. Let it do. Let it do its job, and let her be just revived in life as we lift her up to you, petition you. We we do it with thanksgiving, but we do it with this confidence that your compassion, your mercy, your wisdom is greater than any other. And we ask you to help this girl, 
help Nola, heal Nola in the name of Jesus. That's what we're praying. That's what we're believing. That's what we're trusting for. We ask you to do it, and we'll sing your praises and glories no matter what. But what a great testimony that we could share with one another. Please heal her in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. All right, so there. That's how we start our show. Uh, thank John for sending it. I don't know if he's even listening. Doesn't matter if he is or isn't. We just want to keep our brothers and our sisters in prayer. And that's the thing. If you've got a praise report, if you've got a prayer request, you got something going on, that's what we're doing. This is what we do. We're going to love one another, take care of one another, strengthen one another, bless one another, and encourage one another. Now, typically, at this point, I would jump into my Matthew teaching. It's a really good Matthew teaching. I really like it, but... On the other hand, <laughs> is that a good way to say that? On the other hand, but on the other hand, let's just get this straight. So I sent out all the receipts. Remember, we promised nothing, right? Somebody, uh, somebody gives. You know, what we give you a receipt. If you gave, we gave a receipt. Now, some people give in cash and say, "I don't want a receipt," so you don't give them a receipt, right? That's up to them, right? We don't say anything about that. So praise the Lord. Okay. I'm reading through an article because every once in a while I do read articles. I try to limit my articles because they, because I believe all news has an agenda, and news with an agenda is propaganda. Propaganda. It's just so irritating. It's just like I was talking to my son about this other day. It's like, oh, it's driving me crazy. So it's just like if people would just report the news, that'd be one thing. But everything has a slant, and that's uh, that's part of the problem. So in this one article, it's talking about this one church and these people that are suing because blah, 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 because of this one denomination. You know, they ask people to pay tithes and da, da, da. So this, a commentator in this said, well, Jesus never asked anybody to, to give money. Money. And I was just like, uh-huh, <clears throat> wrong answer. Not only did Jesus command to give money, what? F forget, forget Romans through Revelation. Forget Acts through Revelation, where they, you know, where they sold their stuff and gave it to, laid it at the apostles' feet and let the apostles use it under their discretion. Forget that. Forget it. Forget it. You don't even have to use it. All right. I'm going to give you two very specific passages where Jesus talks about giving. And you know when Jesus will say something like, have faith? Do you think that when he says have faith or believe or do not fear, do you think he's teaching that from an optional point of view? Do you think Jesus goes, do not be afraid? Oh, but that's an option. Do you think that's what he's teaching? No, of course not. If he says something like, don't be afraid. You're not supposed to be afraid, right? Or if he says something like, believe, you're supposed to believe. Well, how about when he says the word give? Luke chapter 6, verse 38, give, and it will be given unto you. A good measure pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Jesus didn't say think about giving. He said give. <laughs> that's, 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 that's just in Luke. That's just in the Sermon on the Mount in the Luke stuff. This is the one that's going to catch you. Matthew 23, 23. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You pay tithes of mint, dill, and cumin. But you have disregarded the weightier, weightier matters of the law, justice, mercy, and faithfulness. You should have practiced the latter without neglecting the former. You blind guides, you strain out 
at a nap, but swallow a camel. In other words, Jesus goes, you know, you're paying tithes all the way into your, your seasons, your seasonings, your growth, everything, you're paying tithes. And then Jesus goes, oh, my goodness. He goes, how could you ignore justice? How could you ignore mercy? How can you ignore faithfulness? And he's like, you should have practiced justice. You should have practiced mercy. You should have practiced faithfulness without neglecting the former. Which, in other words, it's Jesus is saying, you should have been paying tithes on all that stuff. But while you're doing all that stuff, you best be involved in justice and mercy and faithfulness. Because otherwise, you're just doing the law and not living the law in that capacity. And what I'm trying to explain to you is this. Jesus didn't tell them not to give. He told them, you should, you should give. You should do these things without neglecting the former. Without neglecting the paying a tithe, mint, dill, and so on and so forth. Now, the biggest difference for me in the teaching and tithes and so on and so forth is tithe is not from the law per se. Why? Because Abraham paid tithes to Melchizedek before there was a law. You see, there was no law when Abraham paid tithes to Melchizedek. Because there was no exodus yet. Because it was Abraham. And they were, we weren't there yet. And yet he still paid tithes. Tithes is pre-law. Now, does that mean that I sit there and say, you should pay tithes? I actually believe that the Lord wants people to be givers straight across the board. That amount, I do believe, is more between the person and not. In the Old Testament, the giving, temple tax, and so on and so forth was figured into it, so it's a little different system than they operate in. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Don't be legalistic, but you know what? You ought to be a giver. Why? Because God likes that. Okay. So if you don't know how much to give, pick an amount. Okay. Don't worry about it. Don't freak out. Don't, oh, it's not perfect. Relax. Pick an amount. Give it unto the Lord. You don't have to give it to us. I'm not even that excited about creating more receipts next year. So just don't worry about it. Just pick them out and give that and give that as unto the Lord with a cheerful heart, with a heart that says, thank you, Lord. Don't give him your leftovers because God doesn't like that. Give him from your heart what's true, what's sincere, what's right. Be a New Testament giver the way it's designed. You really want to know how much to give? It's somewhere between a penny and everything you own. Now you sit with God and figure out how much that amount is. How about that? Can't argue with that. All right. We'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? Here is a DDD uh, entitled Custom Eyeglasses Used on Others. Custom Eyeglasses Used on Others. For Samuel chapter 18, verse 9. So Saul watched David jealously from that day forward. Uh, stop. There it is. So Saul watched David jealously. From that day forward, how do we see people in our lives? Saul saw David through jealous glasses. He put on these glasses. They weren't the ones from the Lord. 
right? They were glasses that had much more flesh in them, and then everything was tainted. This is what happens to you and I, and let's just do the honest, you know, those honest moments where we put on our glasses regarding regarding some people because almost every time we get a communication from them, there's just something coming that's just low. This is going to be lousy. I haven't even opened it. I'm already dreading it, right? Have you ever gone through that? Right. Or every time this person texts me, I'm not smiling after I read it or something along those lines. And it could be somebody who, you know, has got a spirit of complaining. It could be somebody that's got a a spirit of pride. It could be any of those things. Right. And you're just like going, oy vey. Right. But you're not saying it much, but you know how you're seeing it. And that's custom glasses. You've already put the glasses on. You've already determined how it's going to be. You're already seeing it through that slant. It's not that they've never done anything. It's just that you and I tend to stay in those zones and see people that way. And so no matter what was going to happen with Saul and King Saul and David, David was going to impute evil motives to Saul's actions. I've gone through this with a professor. I'm just confessing. Right. I had a professor uh, before we started the radio show and my buddy in the in the process was a pastor, was my like a schoolmate. And he would write me and go, what's why does she, you know, jump on you like that? I mean, he was asking me. Right. And I'm like, every time this (laughs) statement, I, I just and I just and instead of having any kind of change of heart or mercy, I was I was mad. But my anger did not work the righteousness of God. And sometimes people do that because of other reasons. It's not because of you. And we need to do a better job of not wearing custom glasses where we see the downside on people. So the question to ask is what kind of glasses do we use with others? And are those glasses approved prescription glasses from God? Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. I do want to give everybody a shout out for the giving. I I, I, I want to say thank you. I mean, we just, we had a, a, that was our best year. We've had three years. Well, we've been on the radio to be four years in March. So three years we've done really solid more ministry in the first like half a year was more businessy wow so, so one the, of the best so years best year so far and so God. we're just praise the lord we're very 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 thankful for you guys very appreciative and uh and I, it's just definitely a cool fellowship family there's no question about it i mean that's just you know i love it i love what we're doing all right uh trivia question let's see if you guys can pull this out this is uh this is kind of cool okay here we go According to Paul, what is the fate of someone who preaches a gospel other than the gospel of Jesus Christ? Mm -hmm. People are like, there's not another gospel. Yes, there is. There's multiple other gospels, actually. So outside of somebody preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, if somebody preaches another gospel, what is their Fate. Okay, that's uh, that's the trivia question. 
Eric. That's a very funny answer, Eric. Uh, if you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. You can also send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. Now, I don't want anybody to think that Dave's I'm mad or anything like that because I did that teaching on, on, on giving. I don't like technically giving too many teachings on giving because it's not my favorite thing because of things that have happened to me in the past. But I do get irritated when somebody says something about Jesus and it's just like, what what planet are you on? <laughs> what Bible, what fortune cookie Bible are you reading? <laughs> That's kind of what I want to say sometimes. All right. In the meantime, let's do our DNA because it is our building blocks as to who we are and how we should function. Uh, And so D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Now, again, doesn't matter what time of day, doesn't matter when. I do my devotions in the morning. Okay. But the thing is just cut out separated time. I want to say that really clearly. It's not that you're not conscious of God all day. Nobody's saying that. Nobody's. I mean, do you think Jesus was conscious of himself throughout the day? Of course. But he separated time to spend with the Father through the Holy Spirit, separated from the world, from everything else, every, just shut everything down and spent solitude time. That's what we're talking about. Draw closer to the Lord daily and never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. Never, 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 never. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve. Now that really requires you and I. The always means always ready, always ready to be an instrument for the Lord. Maybe it's an instrument that you're going to pray for somebody. Maybe you're going to talk to somebody. Maybe you're just going to smile at somebody. Maybe you're going to do, it doesn't matter what it is. You think of yourself as, or maybe we ought to think of ourselves as vessels of the Holy Spirit since, wait, get, wait, wait, because we are, (laughs) in fact, vessels of the Holy Spirit. Maybe we should think that way. That's a good idea. There you go. That is our DNA. Back to the trivia question. By the way, if you're looking for where the answer is to this, it's going to be in Galatians chapter 1. According to Paul, what is the fate of someone who preaches a gospel other than the gospel of Jesus Christ? Got that? That's that's it. If you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 and then send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. Please do not forget to pray for the audience. We already prayed for NOLA. I want to make sure that we stay on top of that, being very diligent for John and his granddaughter. And then please pray for Don, Jennifer, and Dynamite D. Okay, he needs prayer too. He's a part of this. He's subject to Satan's attacks too. I mean, if he can shut Dynamite D down, it kind of shuts the flow of the show down. You got to keep that in mind. That's a big part of this process. We are praying for protection, for blessing, for grace, for mercies for one another. Okay, okay. Uh, Boy, I just wound up. That's an important day, yeah, and for our family. A, yeah, that's another just, area of the end we try to attack. Yeah, we, we need to remember this stuff. And I, and I want to say this, so I'm never going to get to this Matthew text. So here's here's the here's the, the element that I really want to say. Maybe you're not connected to us here. Maybe there's something that I've done to offend somebody. And if I have, by the way, it's uh, it's not intentional. When I'm intentionally trying to offend you, I tell you. 
well, I'm an equal opportunity offender. I don't care. But if I've done it unintentionally for that, I would I would apologize. But what we are is trying is is a group of people trying to draw closer to the Lord. Now, does that look the same for everybody? No. Is it the same for everybody? No. But our need to carry one another's burden is a calling from God. And there's so many people that were like, I'd like to know what it is that the Lord wants me to do specifically. Well, you want God to tell you what to do specifically, but you won't do what he's asking you to do generally. And what he generally wants you to do is love one another, carry one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. What does that mean, carry one another's burdens? That means you carry it with them. If somebody's got something that's heavy in their life, guess what you do? You put your hand underneath and you help them. And you help them carry it. Now, how much stuff is going on that's difficult for people right now? And people are getting, you know, they're flat out getting frustrated. And I'm promising you this year we'll have a lot of ups and downs. (laughs) Wait, let me prophesy. I prophesy this year we'll have ups and downs. Thank you. All right, so when that comes to pass, as it will come to pass, we need to be there with one another, rejoicing with one another and weeping with one another. Because if our entire Christian life is about us, or even just about us and our immediate family, we don't get it. And that is not impressive. By this, you will know you have passed from death to life by your love one for another. That's what John said. You want to have some assurance of your Christian faith? Care. (laughs) Wow. What do you mean care? Care. Care about others and how they're doing, what's going on with them, what you can do to be a blessing, what you can do to, to, to support you know, and never forget, by the way, the power, death and life are in the power of the tongue. So a lot of what we say has a lot of impact on people's lives. So you know what? Do yourself a favor because God's watching and listening and recording e- even the thoughts that you don't share. He's <laughs> recording those two. Speak life. Be a, be a, be a burden carrier. Love the way that Jesus loves you. That's what he wants. That's what he wants from us. All right. According to Paul, what is the fate of someone who preaches a gospel other than the gospel of Jesus Christ? I would have taken almost any answer. Ultimately, it is eternal condemnation. It is very hot and very uncomfortable. By the way, what, what what's an example of that? A social gospel is a false gospel. That's not the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's the gospel of Jesus Christ. Remember? Not, okay, well, let's everybody be the same. Nothing there anywhere in Scripture like that. All right. Let's uh, take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, top of the hour. Don't be going anywhere. Who is David Spoon? I have no idea. People have asked me about the David Spoon experience. They wanted to know what I thought of him. Like any person searching for answers, I have wondered about him. He was born and raised Jewish, and after intense drug use, became a Christian. He's married to his best friend, Noel, 
has three children, seven grandchildren, plus two dogs named Levi and Bert. He has three separate ordinations from three different denominations and is a summa cum laude for his B.A. degree in ministry and leadership, as well as a master's degree in theological studies and a doctorate in strategic ministry. He has a weird sense of humor and talks a lot. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? Nah, I don't think so. And those big ears really don't help him. But would they enjoy his perspective on life, culture, politics, food, sports, local and national news? I don't know. I guess people will have to listen to find out. The David Spoon Experience. You should see Gabriel because he's, he's just running everything. He has to run to this thing, run to this thing. It's great to see it because I just love that the Lord's bringing him in this way. Uh, somebody ready to answer the trivia question? Yes, they are. So we're going to have them uh, come forward, send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hello, Dr. Spoon. This is Deborah. <laughs> Take two aspirin and call me in the morning. Anyway. <laughs> All right. I hope you're getting a kick out of the show today. This is a fun one today. <laughs> All right. You ready? All right. Here you, this, this is a good one. Which of David's wives was described as very beautiful to look upon? Um, I believe it was Bathsheba. That is correct. You are right. Second Samuel chapter eleven, verse two. That's exactly what it says. Excellent job. By the way, how you doing, Deborah? How are things going for you? I'm good, thank you. I'm doing a lot better, and you know things are going well. Good. I'm glad to hear that. I want everybody to keep praying for Deborah. Don't stop praying for the audience. One of the things I came up to with today when I was praying is everybody should be praying that the Lord would just help one another. Help help the people. Help the people. Lord. Yes, help the people. I, I do pray that, and I do pray for the audience all the time. So. I, I love it, and I love that you do that, and I love that you call in. And like I said, you are the best guesser we have ever had. So <laughs> excellent job. You know, I always thought it was funny that David saw her bathing and her name was Bathsheba. I always thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> That's so funny. I didn't even catch that. That's funny. He saw her bathing. Her name is Bathsheba. There you go. <laughs> I'm using right. that. So, y'all have a good day. God All bless. Right. Thanks. God bless. 770 KAAM Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.